I get those goosebumps every time You come around, yeah You lose my mind, you make everything so fine Worry about those comments I'm way too dumb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need the hybrid Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah When you're not around me Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah 713 Through the 21, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key and honest Fine rider I get those goosebumps every time Hey, we're back. We are back. I can see, I can see you bopping away in the background to goosebumps. Uh, as always, uh, every time, every time you're right. Loaded man, NFC. Welcome to another full loaded transfer show. We are back again after a brilliant show last night with Liam um, Kennedy and Gordon Cronin for another one uh, with Graham Bailey, and we're going to get him on very, very shortly. But Daz, how are things? How are you? All, all good to me. Very busy day, Pete. Where this was first week back from from holidays, but uh, yeah, back in here. Richie couldn't make it tonight. Uh, we will catch up with him later. And, and actually, give give an old tweet to Ricky Gervais if you if you uh, have your phone handy as well, and make sure because Chris is at the Ricky Gervais concert, uh, show in the front row. So I would love it. I would love it if Ricky Gervais started picking on Chris. So yeah. <laughs> I just call. I've, I've already asked him to, to call out for a guy called Avon. So uh, yeah, we'll see if this works. <laughs> so yeah, do it now. <laughs> and also, get some, hit that like button while you're at it because we 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 have to send a target. I think not, we go for five hundred again, Pete. Why not? Why don't oh, we yeah. hit the target yesterday? We already hit the target. We're there. Yes. So why not five hundred again? Let's hit that target right now and and welcome in everyone. Already over hundred in the chat. Great to have you all with us. Um, and of course, let's name some of you. We've got David Cook in there. Great to see you in there. Paul Gallatin, as always. Um, N9NE, great to have you in there. Um, Andy in the house, hope you're well. Jason Scott, I know you put the, the flames emojis with regards to goosebumps. As I saw that. <laughs> um, Tom Dixon, great to have you in there. And he's already in there with his questions. Craig Lee, of course. Uh, James Ferguson. Um, as well, many, many others too. And a new member, a new member in the shape of Jamie. Oh. Jamie, thanks for becoming oh. a member. That'll get you into that draw for ne for next week for next week's uh, spinny wheel. So uh, keep keep your uh, your eye out for that next week and next week's shows. But uh, so cheers, Jamie. Definitely, um, and of course the notification bells. If you haven't clicked those buttons already, make sure you do. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, uh, we had over 20 new subscribers last night. Let's get another 20 tonight. So click that subscribe button and, and come and join the Loaded family. But of course, we are here because we want to hear the thoughts of Graham Bailey on all things Newcastle United. So that's, let's get him in. Why not? Here he is. He's ASM's oh. biggest fan. It's Graham. Welcome, Graham. 
Evening, guys. Hey, I don't know why he's on to. He's catching up on the game, or is it breaking news? That's just how, that's just how I, I have my um, I have laptop there, monitor. Um, you guys will be. I've got it on three different levels. Oh, oh wow! Uh, fully stocked and uh, certainly fully, more fully loaded. Fully loaded. You are right. right. But Graham, great to have you back on again. Um, uh, always a pleasure to travel on the on the channel. Uh, uh, I think we, we were talking about it. Does ask the question, you know, has this summer, this transfer window, been sort of one of the busiest from a journalistic perspective, or or is it just is this just the run of the mill now uh, when when the summer windows are, are in play? Yeah, it's getting getting run of the mill. It's been pretty hectic this summer. Um, the Premier League are busy as always and then we're throwing this the Saudi situation in which is just a whole new um a whole new level um and we ha- luckily through Newcastle actually I've got a few contacts in Saudi which are coming up trumps now you know with um confirming a few other deals um away from Newcastle so that that that's helped me out to be honest um so so I'm using some of my Newcastle contacts to help me with other things so yeah, but it's um it's hectic. It's you know, we're from we're seeing all this um stuff around Fulham today. Um all the stuff with losing silver and Mitrovic to, to Diaby and Villa and all sorts. You know, we've been all over to I'm doing Man City, seeing what they're doing instead of Mares who's gone to Saudi. <laughs> it's all linked to Saudi at the minute. So yeah, it's been another busy day. Definitely. And of course it's been another busy day uh for Newcastle United, that's for sure. Um lots and lots of stuff going on um at this point in time and, and look uh, first of all the boys are in are in the us they've arrived on their tour for the summer series uh, in atlanta um and they've been out and about um enjoying their time um they're also at a um, baseball game as well uh, in enjoying the sights and and all sorts so the boys are there nice and chilled ready for their first game on a sunday but of course there's one player that, that isn't there uh, with them. Uh, it's been well documented. Um, Alan St. Maximin is very, very close to making his move um, to Saudi uh, for around £30 million. Look, um, I have to say, Graham, you you were someone that mentioned this very, very early on in, in your piece. That's uh, dating dating back a few weeks. Um, talk to us about the Anaset Maximin deal, you know, when it f- sort of first kick-started uh, and when you were first made aware. And just give us your opinion, really, on on the fact that, you know, it, it, it becoming really, really close in terms of the green light and being signed off. Yeah, uh, start there. It has been given the green light. It's been signed off. My understanding is it's quite a bit less than 30 million. Actually, it might be nearer 25 million euros this deal, which is a bit of a shock. Um, but I, I, I didn't think that. Um, he is going to one of these other PIF clubs, so in, in Al Ali. So, um, I, I, I believe that's the club that um, Marco Silva might be going to as well. Like, I do, I forgive me, guys. I do get I'm, I'm doing that many Saudi stories. There's the PIF, there's the PIF for an Etifak as well. I'm, I do get myself confused sometimes, but I do believe that's the one who Marco Silva might be going to. Um, I will confirm that in a minute, but it's it's been ongoing since um, probably since the end of the season. We we know for a while now, Sam Maximum has wanted that new contract, he wasn't going to get it. 
under Hadi Howe. He's, his deal, from my understanding, is very incentive-based. It's based appearance-based as well. So his actual wage, it, it's not low, but it's not one as high as you might think. And he, he, as we know, guys, we've discussed on the show, he hasn't been playing that well to warrant a big move. Like We, we saw the likes of Arsenal and, that, and Tottenham being linked. That was ne- He was never going to go to a top-four team, another, another top-four team. He was never going to go there. You know, maybe links to Everton Palace. That That's his level. That's where he would have been gone to, and nobody was going to give him a huge pay rise. So Newcastle, yeah, one of the ones benefiting um, from able to sell a player to the Saudi Pro League, the SPL, as they're now dubbing themselves. So, and that's and, and obviously Sam Maxman realizes that. You know, I don't think he, if he went back to France, he wasn't going to get a big pay rise. And and sometimes it just has to be that big, um, that big push. You know, uh, he has to decide where he's going to get his better money, and and he's going to join the the influx now of um, these players. Got a Saudi. He's not obviously not one of the marquee names there, but the amount of players that are going there. Um, you know, by the time window finishes, the, between these four teams and Etifak, we're talking well over fifty players probably. But there's eighteen teams in this pro league, guys. I don't know if people realise how big the pro league is. The top flight, it's eighteen teams. So there'll be other teams getting involved as well. So, um, I'd be interested. I think this move suits him, guys. It really does. He wasn't going to be in, in contention for France at the Euros next summer, so I don't think that's an issue. Um, I think it's one that suits all parties, you know. Um, I don't, for me personally, I just didn't see, ever see him as an Eddie Howe player. I saw in person his lack of work rate, he, you know, where he's slamming the ground with his fists and stuff, where I don't doubt his passion, but that's uh, Eddie Howe needs passion and performance, he needs passion and running. You know, he needs, <laughs> you know, he needs to take a leaf out the likes of the Longstaff and the Murphy's books, where players who aren't as talented as him, but put a lot more effort in. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's something that we've talked about as a channel um, with regards to ASM, Daz. We've had this conversation now for, for a while with regards to ASM. And, and look, you know, Graham, you know, you, you called it the last couple of times you've been on the on, on the channel with us. You called it, you know, when we talked about it in January, again, um, earlier on in this window about Maxi going in, in that it was the best the best thing that he moved on because uh, obviously you've not rated him as highly as some fans uh, in the fan base do but, but Daz I'll come to you because there have been a little bit of a like uh, a split between the fan base on social media there has been like kind of a, um, a, a kind of a, a very opinionated like people with regards to uh, they love Maxi they don't want him to go but then there's some that are saying you know he had to leave not good enough all the rest of it. What, what have you made of kind of the the, the, the split? And uh, do, you, do you think it's justified that there is a split for Alex at maximum? Um, I do. Uh, the, um, I can see what, why there is a split. Yeah, you could even see it in, in the chat last night. I was watching the chat closely. Uh, Martin, the, the questions last night, and even when when Liam Kelly was speaking about ASM, people were, were weren't having it. You know, he does really split, split opinion. Um, and you know, pe- people look back at the the, the good times we he had under Bruce. Uh, and uh, and but yeah, we we kind of touched on it through the season as well, Pete. In our review shows, why? 
by him trying to adapt to an Eddie Howe way of playing, he lost something in himself. He lost that kind of spark that that we we all enjoyed. Uh, and like he did try to to adjust, uh, and we didn't get as much of uh, the spark that we, we're used to. Um, and then we, we start to question them ourselves at times. And then uh, we, we said it last night as well. There, there was some games he, he turned up. It just came down to consistency in the end. Uh, um, I, ideally, we, we would be able to keep him in the squad. But would he be happy to be a, a part-time player? And as he kind of was that last season. So maybe, as, as Graham is saying, maybe it, it is, is for the best. And we, we're, we're going to get on to who we're bringing in. And uh, he, he will tick the box more for, for uh, Eddie Howe and uh, with, with our, our massive season that's coming. The numbers don't lie, though, guys, do they? You know, from uh, I, when I when we first did this um, story, a lot of people and have it. We need a Harvey Barnes link, but people were criticising this. But just look at this. Look at San San Maximo's stats. They're just not good enough. One goal last season. Twelve goals since he's arrived. Ma- Matt Ritchie scored more goals for Newcastle than Alan San Maximo. Like that sums it up, guys. What 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 player we talk about? This he, 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 he couldn't lace the boots of a Ginola, etc. He was good. He was a stand-up player in a very poor Newcastle team. He's yeah. he's a mid-level Premier League player, and and I, I'm not saying I'm not being wise in hindsight. I've said this all along. It's just you're on a level now which is far superior to, to his. It's just as simple as that. And fair play, you know, you'd rather be on this level now than be at his level. Yeah. And I, I guess I guess for for us as fans as well, we we were just always waiting for the next game. The next game he'll produce. The next game he produced. And then now and again he did, but it wasn't it wasn't enough. Uh, and going forward uh, in this project, it wasn't going to be enough either. So it is what it is. We move on. Definitely. And uh, just one thing before we move on to the next section. Um, you know. Eddie Howe's talked about Graham, uh, you know, uh, FFP being um, being a, a, a sticking point with regards to to that. I mean, me personally, in an ideal world, I would have loved Alice at Maximum and, uh, and Harvey Barnes, and we'll get onto Harvey Barnes in a second to fight it out for that left wing position. Ideally, a strength in numbers in that position, but it, it didn't work out that way. Do, do you do you concur with? Um, yeah, Eddie Howe and his thoughts with regards to how important FFP was in that situation in terms of his having to get ASM out the door to recoup some money? Um, a little bit. I, I think he was going anywhere. I really do. I don't he wasn't he want, he wanted this new deal, he wasn't getting it, he wasn't happy. Um, so he was gonna go go anyway for me. Um we knew he was linked he was linked to a move just after January, wasn't he? He was always being linked to a move. The FAP thing, Newcastle are really hammering this home. Um, PIF are being looked at very closely by the authorities, and I personally don't agree with it. You know, they're, they're under more pressure, more scrutiny than any other club has been in Premier League history. I guess that comes with, with this sort of ownership package. You know, you've got to expect it. But Newcastle have to be seem to be whiter than white and, and unfortunately that and it's not to say if they weren't being looked at they'd break all the rules but I think if it's if they're the ones who I think the FA and Premier League would love to make an example of if uh, if a little tore over the line so I think they're probably being a bit safe and I, we where we are going to see more deals um and we'll discuss it further in the show I think we may even see some big name loans maybe possibly but I I, I the FFP thing is a useful um Useful to it because obviously you know Sam Maximum is one of them squad players that Newcastle wanted out anyway. They need to make room and 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 
and we talk about FFP, but people, especially non-Newcastle people, when I speak to people in the game and stuff, and people don't realise how big this Newcastle squad is. And I've always said to you guys, I'm not sure where the the level from your best player to your worst player, I think it's the biggest spread in the Premier League, from your best to your worst. You know, they, you've got a, Isaac Hayden's back at the club, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, you've got... You, Henrik, you know, you, Jeff Hendrick. Yeah, Jeff Hendrick, Ryan Fraser, Matt Ritchie, we talked about. You've got so many hangers-on in this squad. People don't realise that Newcastle, you could get rid of six to eight players and people wouldn't notice. And that's that's what they need to try and do. But it's not easy. And and we said these yeah these guys aren't on a hundred two hundred grand a week, but they are on good Premier League wages, fifty sixty seventies, yeah. and 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 the Championship clubs, which is what these players are, Championship players, they're not in a position position to take these wages. Yeah, David alludes to it there in this point. How, we've got so much money tied up with wages. What is the realistic way out? And. Uh, Unless, unless we're going to send a few to borrow, uh, Graham, and uh, we, we pay pay some of it. Well, Carl Dallow was the only one who's linked. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm thankful we haven't gone down that route. But I think that um, <clears throat> there's a few options there. I, I think you'll try and send some to Saudi. I do. I think if you look at the likes of Dubravka, because we'll see this. You know, guys, we're seeing these landmark players now, but I think we will see a second, the second coming of some of these players. You know, the the lesser lights. So maybe we see would it I just they're in this it's, it's a catch it's a real difficult position with these players where and Isaac Hayes and Jeff Hendrick just aren't quite they should be moving to Australia or something. Shouldn't they read that league? That's where they're at. We yes. just hung on it's just um, a home a, a hangover of the last era of giving out two longer contracts. But that's the thing in the Premier League that you do give out a long term contracts. People don't like to see people move on a free and I think that's the big thing here, you know, um, and they're getting the wage structure back in line now. But yeah, it, it is a big thing. I, do, I think that's the thing what's killing it at the moment with this FFP. But I think Newcastle will pull a few rabbits out the hat and we'll get into it later in the show. I do think there's a few deals there to be had. But yeah. as it stands, they really are trying to move some of these players on. And I think we will see a few of them go, but we're not even in August yet, guys, are we? So I think when the problem is as well, when you try to move on a Hendrick or a Hayden, you try to say I want a sale or whatever. These championship clubs are willing to hang on to get the best deal possible, and that's not helping Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's it, like that's doing it because we've we've done these transfer shows like window after window. When we've got players that we want gone, it's always late in the window that we get our yeah. our players out the out the door because exactly what you've just said, Graham, is that the the teams that want these players will hang on as long as they possibly yeah. can. Wouldn't even surprise us if it's like one or two games. Because the championship season starts a week early, like one or two games in, and it'll be like well, there might be an injury, or there might be oh, you know what, we'll start the season after our squad's a bit light. Let's now go for that player, and it's kind of like yeah. you know, but but as his fans, we're just like get them gone now, yeah, like, yeah. and, and, and the door. So it, it, a, a percentage of their wages, then, and it's just because we, we, we would be desperate to get rid of them because they're just going to sit in reserves uh, otherwise. So. Uh, well, Graham made that point. To be fair, Daz, he said, "As a Hayden's back, Hendrick's back. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of others that go. Fraser, they're not on the US tour. You didn't see him, any of them in the pictures. You haven't even seen them in the in the warm ups in, in the in the training pictures. They are like literally wiped out." from from Newcastle and it's horrible to say because of the point that we've talked about before is that the the service that they've given to the club but 
that we need to move on. We, we, yeah. we really, really do. And there's a couple of links with a couple of those players that we'll, we'll, we'll bring up a little bit later. But Daz... Yes, there's a few, and I, I've lost track because uh, I've, I've stopped looking at the chat for a second. But there's a few of these. Oh, not that. This one. Super chat received. That one. Super chat received. Two. Uh, at least I know there's the four, but this is three. Super chat received. Oh, what have we got? What have we got here? Uh, shout out to Jordy Mick. Uh, he's a man that gives a good hug. His Jordy Mick. So even gentlemen and Daz, obviously, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, also, a uh, shout out to uh, Anne to an army. Thanks for your donation as well, Anne, for uh, five pound. Great to have uh, Barnes uh, over the line. At long last, he is a tune player now. Uh, now, so so come on, let's back him. Yeah, there's a bit of negativity around around him uh, in the, the fan base as well. He will give you 110, percent which is all you can ask, which is true. True, Anne. And also from Jordy Mick again. Uh, love Maxi, but we need to evolve and consistently key going forward. Full, full full faith in Eddie and his team. Yeah, true, exactly. Couldn't couldn't agree more, uh, Jordy Mick. But thanks, thanks everyone for the, for the donations. Definitely. And look, you, you've you brought us nicely onto that because you know uh, obviously with Alan St. Maxwin going out, it looks like Harvey Barnes is very very close to joining Newcastle. We. Uh, um, Jordan last night that said he talked about him, uh, if he being agreed. Um, but we also also had Keith Downey from Sky Sports um, saying that it was going to be uh, around the sort of 30 million mark. Um, uh, Ornstein um, came out last night breaking news and had it as a 38 million. But from your perspective, um, Graham, uh, this is dating back to April. Um, this year, you uh, were quite early on with this link to to Harvey Barnes, and obviously, have since as it's broken, and you've you've wrote the piece as well with regards to the thirty eight million pound, including add ons deal for Harvey Barnes being done. You know, just talk to us about you know how long this has been in the works for Newcastle with Harvey Barnes. What, how good of a signing will he be for Newcastle, and and you know how is he how is he going to improve us as a team? Personally, I love Harvey Barnes. He's a wonderful player. Newcastle fans, the ones who aren't rating him, clearly haven't watched him much. He's a sensational player. He's added goals to his game last season. He's he's in, he's got a really good chance of going to the Euros, guys. He's that good. He could go with England. He's a future England national. I I, I think it's fantastic. You know, he's he's going to be up, up there with the likes of Ginola for me when 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 he's finished at Newcastle. He's sensational. He really is. He's got goals. He's got everything. Excitement. You know, he, he's Sam Maximum with an end product. That's what he is. <laughs> he's just as exciting, but he's got an end product as well. He's a sensational player. He's going to score goals from that side. He's going to allow the rest of that forward line to to move away, to, to find space. You know, he's, he's not going to hug the ball. The, Again, it's such an end product with him. I think he's great. I, I was told around Easter time that Newcastle were taking a real keen interest in him, um, as they were watching James Madison, obviously. Um, obviously, Dan Ashworth and the scouting team done the work. And I think they're delighted to pay less than 40 for him, which they have done. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's a sensational piece of business. Um, you can argue whether whether Newcastle still need number 10. I think they do, but we'll come on to that later in the show. But I think it solves a big need. A left-sided forward was something they really, really wanted. They really did. And um, and Barnes is, is, is 
is a fantastic solution. Uh, West Ham working. I, th- I think Newcastle have capitalised. There's, there's a bit going on at West Ham in the hierarchy. The new director of football, Tim Steeden, and David Moyes is butting heads with people there. So I think Newcastle capitalised on that. They've taken advantage. And, and he was there to be had, and they've taken that advantage. And, yeah, sensational signing. I love um, – it's, it's been a bit of time coming, but Barnes and Tonali improved Newcastle massively. Massively. Um, obviously, you guys as fans want to see more. I think I think you need more. Obviously, we'll we'll touch on Diaby and and the other things that Villa are doing and the other clubs around the top six. You do need to do this. You know, if you're standing still, you're going backwards in the Premier League. So I think it is needed. But yeah, sensational sign for me. I love him, guys. He's going to become a tune hero very very quickly. He's, you know, he is. You know, if you guys like Alan San Maximum, you ain't seen nothing yet. This kid, this kid's better than him by a long way, by a long way. Just, just while you mentioned the two players there, Barnes and Diaby, I know they're they're not exactly hundred percent similar either. But, but uh, like, there's a lot of people who are saying on, on Twitter, like, why, why are we going for Barnes and why, 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 why didn't we go for Diaby? What, what's, what's your opinion on, on, on who, if you, you for Burrow, who, who would you take if you could, could have either? For, well, they're playing different. To start off, they're playing different positions. Mm. The two playing different positions. One's right, one's left. Yeah. You know, I think you you saw in the Euros the player who Newcastle intended to play on the right going forward in the long term, and that's Anthony Gordon, and he was sensational in that tournament. Eddie Howe sees him as a right forward, possibly centre forward. So I think he firmly believes he's well covered in there. You know, would it surprise me if Gordon, Isaac, Barnes was your front three going forward? It wouldn't surprise me at all. I think I think that's something he's got in mind. Full of pace, young, all of them very, very young. That could be your front three for the next five, six years. Um, so I think that's why not signed Diaby is a purely is a right winger. I love Diaby. As you know, guys, I've been speaking with you guys probably for twelve months, more than twelve months now, and one of our first conversations was about Diaby. Newcastle liked him. Piff wanted him, Piff wanted him again to take him to Al Nassar. Um I, I think you could have done with him. Like, I, I'd have took him ahead of Anthony Gordon. I must admit, I do quite like Gordon. I do, but there's a high ceiling with Gordon. But Diaby's finished product, he's a, he's a sensational pickup for Villa. He really is. In, and I wouldn't say he's the same price. He's a bit more than, than Barnes. You know, he's a little bit more, maybe 10 million more. So I wouldn't say it's the same price. Hmm. But saying that, they, Newcastle wanted a left forward. So Barnes is a better fit. Okay. Diaby is a right-sided winger. You know, you've got Almiron on there. Obviously, he's better than Almiron, but I think they see Anthony Gordon in the future there. You know, in an ideal world, I think if, if money was wasn't was no object, you might have gone for him as well. Mm. But I think in the, while you needed that left winger and uh, number ten, and we said that we knew what we knew, what Eddie Howe and the club wanted. Um, Barnes is the right signing for Newcastle. Yeah, no, it's interesting, and, and there's a few in the chat, and there's a few. Um, that have kind of, you know, raised this point um, with regards to the DRB situation uh, and uh, and sort of Aston Villa. And, you know, they they keep saying, you know, why are Villa allowed to keep spending this sort of money? Like, why is FFP not not caught up with them? And and one of the things is, 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 is the fact that they sold Grealish for 100 million. So, you know, yeah. you look at FFP, you know, we're, we're buzzing at Alice at Maximum going for around 30 million because it allows us to go out and spend and, like, everyone's kind of working out how much we're able to spend and how many players we're meant to get in. Just think if we got 100 million through the door for a player, 
You know, you're able to. You can't, really, it's, it doesn't, doesn't really work like that, though, Pete, because it's the next your next account to next year. It doesn't really work like you got to look ahead, and it depends. And and you when you, when you're buying a player, you spread the cost over a certain period. Barnes isn't. 35 million off your thing it's over this if it's over three years it's 10 yeah. 10 10 it, it, it i i think fans and and it it, do, it does get my gut a little bit i know whenever i do a story fans are obsessed with fees and i don't, I don't get it because i'm never obsessed with fees when i hear mills with things it's like there's so many micro accountants out there you'd love to know fees you know um <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where you have to the, the ffp is a bit more complicated than one in one out we spend 30 we bring it in it, there's a lot more there's a lot more to it than that. There really is, um, you know, in terms of the income and everything. Um, I think Newcastle are just playing it safe, as I said before. They really don't want to be up against, you know, the white line and go go a uh, tour across it. But um, we're still not in August yet, though. So Newcastle, you know, they're doing a good job of pleading poverty at the minute. But let's see how much <laughs> let's see how much they've spent towards the end of at the end in September. Yeah, let's see let's see who's still, who's in the club come September. Got a sneaking suspicion it's more than we think. Well, speaking about uh, sorry, sorry, Pete. Yeah, uh, speaking about uh, poverty, we've got a super chat. Jordy Two for Life uh, is, is alerting it to it uh, to us. We did not see it, but we just were waiting for the right time to bring it up. Received, and it comes from. And hey, guys, it's looking, looking like the Abbey is on the way to Villa. We just talk about that, uh, Daniel. That. Uh, is this another Madison and Slavosly situation where we have missed out? Really wanted to improve our options on the right wing. Yeah, and Graham has just alluded to that there, there too. If we had the cash, it, it might of our, our if we had the the room wiggle room in financial fair play, and we didn't have to strengthen in other areas as well. Maybe he was one that we would have looked at for sure, Daniel. Graham, I've got a question for you with regards to you know the the Diaby Barnes situation. Does do you think? Barnes being English plays a huge factor in that because it's something that we've discussed uh, as, as a channel uh, and obviously sections of the fan base discussed this. In, and there is a, there has been questions this summer, is it, it when we're linked to players, why is it always English players? Because they see the, the, the fancy foreign players being linked to there's one or two that we've all talked about and, and uh, potentially been excited to, to look at. But then the players that we seem to be going for are more sort of closer to home. Is that, is that something that, in your mind, is is fundamental with Eddie Howe in the club in particular? Um, I think you know you can't underestimate a player with Premier League experience, and mm. and so you know if if it's a choice between two players, you know I, I don't this I don't think it's a purely Newcastle Eddie Howe thing. I think you'll see that quite a lot. Eddie Howe likes players with a bit of experience. You know that's not to say he won't sign the experience, but it, it fits what they like to build. Um, I don't think it's a it's a it's a necessary crucial factor in it. Obviously, you have to keep, especially in Champions League, now you have to keep an eye on homegrown players and stuff in the Premier League as well. And and in terms of homegrown players, remember, guys, you get an extra these jokers, these um, signing jokers you can make. It's it's currently set at two a year that you can sign anyone from around the world uh, without a permit. If you're very good with the with the homegrown thing, you can sign up to four. 
So that's some that comes into play as well. Um, it's something that um, you can expand your academy using that system. So, yeah, lots of these things come into play. I think Newcastle are fairly well set in terms of um, homegrown products. N- not nearly enough homegrown products. You know, I was delighted to see the Miley brothers getting their chance. I think Newcastle yeah. is something they need to work on. But, again, it's tough when you're in the Champions League. Do you, do you get a chance to throw these young players in? No, you know, it's, it's not. you don't get these chances, do you? So... Yeah, I, I think it is a consideration, Pete, but I don't think it's a massive one. No, it's it's interesting because, like I say, the, these are questions that, that come out with regards to the fan base. So it's uh, at times, mm-hmm. so it's always it's always like it's always good to to to, to ask these sort of questions because they, these are things that are on are on on people's minds. We see them in the chat tonight. It's not, it's not something I've heard coming out from the club per se, or when I'm to it's people involved in Newcastle transfers. It's not something I've really heard. In the last six months. No, that's that's fair enough. Um, look, three, over three hundred in the chat. I'm not sure. Come how on. This was earlier, by the way. It might, yeah, be, it might yeah. be more than this now. Seventy-six at the time. We can get three hundred and thirty likes right now. Just click that like button. Um, and while you're there, if you're new, subscribe. Why not? Uh, come and join the loaded family. Uh, so let's get that number up. Um, and I'm sure Michael and the uh, and the guys and girls in the chat will keep an eye on things. And don't forget, get your questions in for Graham. Um, uh, already saw questions popping in there. Um, Daz has started a number of them already, and we'll get to them in just a second. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get those questions flying out very very shortly. Um, interestingly, uh, some news popping out um, today. Uh, well, not long ago, b- before we came on, actually, with regards to this man, um, Tino Livramento, uh, a, a player that, as, as the channel have talked about, we said last night, we did the reaction to is putting a bid in for him um, uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we we thought it might be uh, in, in in position to to go. Um, Craig Hopers mentioned earlier on today, um, Livramento still being worked on from that perspective. And then all of a sudden this evening, uh, Jacob Steinberg um, of The Guardian reported um, that we're now close um, to signing Livramento. Southampton close to selling him to Newcastle, which has been rumoured to be around the 30 million mark. And um, uh, again, um, Kinsella uh, as well uh, from the Evening Standard reporting, uh, Valentino Livramento closing on move to Newcastle. Player is ready to accept terms and Southampton are expected to agree a fee soon. Some people saying the fee is already agreed, but obviously we've got some some journalists that are saying it's not quite there yet. Um, from your perspective, Graham, what do you know about um, uh, Tino Livramento uh, and his potential deal for Newcastle? Is it as close as what people are talking about tonight? Um, and what do you make of him as a player? Um. I, I sent a few messages off. I saw I saw these rumours doing the rounds. It, it's not close, from what I'm told. Um, obviously, we know we know Newcastle have held talks to him. We know they want him. Southampton still want over twenty million for him. Don't think Newcastle want to go there that high. And, and Southampton are willing to wait. If he starts the season with them in Championship, they're more than happy to do that. They're more than happy to keep him. You know, Newcastle, if they want him, I think they're going to have to agree a deal in excess of twenty million, and they're not there yet. Personal terms is one of these. It's it's a really it's a it's a very modern thing. Personal terms clearly not going to be an issue for Livermento. He's a player who Newcastle like. We know, as we said, they even inquired about Walker Peters, but he he's way too much, and um, that Newcastle are willing to pay. 
So I like him as a player. I think he's good. He he covers. He can cover both sides. He can he can play right and let Trippier move left. You know, we he covers the right hand side more so. Um, we mean. I'm hearing Matt Target's playing really well in pre-season. We may see more of him, guys. So that might be a consideration as to why <clears throat> more for a right-hand sided player. Yeah, I like him as a player, guys. I I, I think there's a very good chance you get him, I, but I don't think it's I don't think it's imminent. Interesting. Um, always good to get your uh, opinions on this for sure, guys. Limbermento. Lots of people asking the question, and uh, why are we going for a right back? Um, what do you make of, of, of our attempts to try and get, or, or certainly negotiating with Southampton for Libermento? Is it the right thing for you? Um, okay, first of all, yeah, I was all for going for a left back. Um, and yeah, then the talk, and what popular opinion is that that the, poten- the potential, potential for Trippier to move across to, to, to the left. I wouldn't do that myself. I'd keep Trippier on the right uh, and get a, a specialized left back in. But uh, Livermento is, is someone I liked. I remember when he when he went to Southampton first, I go, who is this guy? This guy is class. Uh, he had a great for, for a season at Southampton and then he, injuries last season. Uh, so he is someone I I like, uh, and I think under Eddie Howe, he could get, get the best out of him. Uh, he's proven as well, uh, uh, to a degree, that he's over that injury, uh, and he's he's, he's uh, hopefully back to his best. Uh, so that's why we are interested. So he's one I would would uh, consider bringing in if the fee was right. And then, like, then the core question then would be about Ashby. What happens with Ashby? Because we thought that Ashby was coming in to kind of be the that kind of uh, uh, apprentice of Trippier. So. It look, if Livermento comes in, he, it, it looks like that's what uh, he would be. Um, but we'll see how it plays out, I guess. Definitely. Um, I think Stu has just put it in the chat uh, earlier. Stu, Stu Amos uh, towards the bottom. Uh, Livermento is unreal. For me, like you said, that he, he kind of burst onto the scene at Southampton and everyone's like, wow, where's yeah. this player come from? Another product from Chelsea playing really, really well. Um <laughs> I have to say, um, I, I'd be excited about this deal. There's a long-term vision, I think, with Libramento. Certainly looking at Trippier and what Trippier's 32, going to be 33 soon. You know, looking at the future. Um, you know, Libramento's only 20 years old. He's still got lots left in the game. Um, explosive, uh, rapid, good crosser of the ball. Um, you know, set pieces, maybe not on Trippier's level, but he's got all the other areas of his game sort of narrowed down. But it's the big key thing that you mentioned, as is, is can he overcome the ACL injury? Uh, I think age is on his side um, to recover from that. Um, but he's one hell of a player. And he can play left back, can play specialising right back. There's, the, the, there's that versatility there, which we all know that um, anyhow likes um, within his players. I'm really excited about this deal and I really do hope that it moves along uh, and gets done because I think, I actually think, you know, anywhere around 25 million to get this deal over the line, I think we could be looking at double that in a couple of years' time potentially. In his, well, in is, is it that high? I, I didn't think it was that high. I thought because when we started did the show first about it was talk about around ten million, and then there was the whole Chelsea clause. Uh, you know, and so, that's why I think they want more uh, uh, because of the Chelsea. They've always, they've always been asking for that. You know, yeah. it's one thing Newcastle put into advisory bidding. That doesn't mean that's the player's worth. Southampton. Yeah. So this is Southampton who, t- who want fifty million for Lavia. 
You know, they paid money for Livermore. Livermore is yeah. not going to be sold for under 20. Southampton don't need to sell and they won't. Um, doesn't stop Newcastle bidding 10 for him, but that, yeah. you know, that's and which which they were in for, but that is that's not his value and they're not going to sell yeah. for that. Um, and the same as Walker Peters, you know, he was way above that 30, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's no, there's no hurry for these guys. I, you know, I, I, I I think a right back is a good signing, but I, th- I think I think a centre half is more a priority for him, personally. No, it's interesting, very very interesting. Um, on Livermore, but yeah, you mentioned um, a centre back being a being a priority, and we talked about this yesterday. Um, it, these couple of players actually that have been linked. I don't know um, what you know about this situation. Uh, first off. Axel uh, Desassi has been a player that's been rumoured over the last couple of weeks um, with uh, Newcastle United. Anything in that that you know from your perspective, Graham? Um, I think there's been contact with some of the some one of the ownership groups, but um, when I spoke to Newcastle contacts, it was played down to me. Mm. Um, 25, his age, he's okay. I, I just don't see him as an Eddie Howe type signing. As a Newcastle sign, you know, he's not. He's twenty. I say he's not a great age, twenty five. Moving on, he's a good player, but I don't know. It just doesn't quite work for me for him. I think um, there's clearly someone at the club talking to his people. They're in the mix for him. A lot of players, you know, Newcastle have been off an awful lot of players. They really are, and I don't dispute there's someone at the club talking to his people. Um, in terms of agreeing terms and bids, I don't think it's quite gone that far. But as I said it, it was played down to me um, about ten days ago, um, to be honest. So mm, I, I don't think that's imminent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised we haven't seen more with the centre half links. The, the one player who I who I think Newcastle should be taking, and I'm amazed we haven't seen stronger links. They do like this player, and they have looked at him. Is is Howard Bellis from City, the England and twenty one player? He. Yeah. He he he's a he's a few he's a real worldy. Uh, whether City are going to let him out, he's only got a year left, so there's a chance to get him out. I, I love him as a player. <clears throat> was um, he at Burnley last season? He was. He was fantastic for Burnley. Yeah. He was wonderful. Right. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, I, I do. But I, we're not sure which avenue they're going down. You know, whether they're going for someone young who can take over from Fabian Shah sooner rather than later. Um, we'll have to see how that centre half one plays out. Um, I w- I wouldn't just dis- rule him out completely either. So, um. Yeah, I, I, th- I think we'll see someone um, to come in to back up Shah. Whether I, d- I just don't see them paying big money for someone well, like a Tassassi, who who's yeah not big big money, but still thirty forty million. I think if they were going to do that, they'd, they'd be doing it already. Well, there's another player that, that has been linked with Newcastle quite a bit in, in the summer. Came as a bit of a shock initially, but um, when we've looked at it on previous on shows since that. Um, with Chris and Richie and with, with me, myself and Daz have had discussions around it, is uh, Joachim Anderson from Crystal Palace. And there was a report in the mail that um, that Tottenham are now in and joined us in the race for, for <laughs> Joachim Anderson. But again, it says 50 million rated Anderson. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not convinced he's worth that personally. Um, but, you know, from... From that perspective, Graham, are you of the same mindset that that's just not the type of player that Newcastle are going for at that price? He's a player that Newcastle like. They, they like them both. They like Mac. They like both these Palace players. But you have to pay for them. That's the problem. Where I think Newcastle were thinking you can get Anderson to round thirty. No way. No way. That's it's just, the, buying in the Premier League is tough. 
And, it's, and there are some deals that have a Newcastle tax on them. They do. But this isn't one of them. This is just uh, they paid a decent amount for him. I think 21, 22 million they paid. And they think they've turned him into a real Premier League player, which arguably they have. And so they want over 40 for him. Um, and Matt Gay is 50, 60 million. So I, I, I like him. I, Matt if I was going to, again, if I was going to spend money, you'd go for Matt Gay and have him and Botman together. It, it's a tough situation. Fabian Shah, um, he was good last season. Um, other people think he was great. I think he was good. I think I think Botman um, papered over a few cracks. If I'm being honest, <laughs> and do you know what I mean, I think I think some of us could play next to Botman and look and look okay. But hang on, Graham. Graham, hang on. Are you trying to find a replacement for for ASA? No, he's gone. You're you're gonna you're gonna target a Shah next. Is, is that is that the game here? Fabian Fabian Shah had an awfully good season, does, but he's he's not really good enough. He's a he's a weak link in Newcastle's team. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason Newcastle want a centre half. So so if, if that back line, you know, left back is an issue. But Fabian Shah, going forward, he's not the future. He's not Sven Bottas. No, 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 he's not exactly. Yeah. I think if you, get another, if, if you get another season out of Shah, you'll be lucky. And I think Newcastle know this. Dan Ashwood knows it. Eddie Howe knows it. But you got to be careful of how long do you keep. We've already we've discussed your squad. There's a handful of players there you've kept beyond more longer than you should have. So Shah is should you for me personally, you should have someone replacing him now and he should be on the bench, etc. etc. But I, I think I think that's an area of the team that, that needs improving. Um it's I'm talking about Newcastle as a Champions League team now. You know, mm. if, if if you sold Fabian Shah today, guys, who would who would be buying him? Uh, we've already sold him yesterday, Pete. We, we talked about it off here. We're sending him to Saudi after the end of the season. Uh, yeah, for exactly, exactly. If we're talking Premier League, we're talking what? What we're talking in the Premier League, uh, the Everton's of this world, that sort of level. So I think he performed brilliantly last season. He's one of the players who stepped up a level. Can you get that out of him again? That would be my worry. And I think Newcastle know that. And that's why looking at centre half, but it's not easy to replace these guys, you know. No. It's do you go for someone, as we said, Howard Bellis or someone in that ilk who can come in for him? Do you go for a ready made replacement? Because if they're going to sign, if they want Joachim Anderson, think about this, guys. Even if they got Joachim Anderson for 30, he's coming straight in the team. And who's he coming yeah. in the team for? Mm. Fabian Sharp. Yeah. Graham, it's a really good discussion, and I think it might be one that rumbles on, particularly if we get the right centre back. There's people in the chat going, What's Graham on about? So <laughs> he's, he's a yeah. great defender. But they're I'm all with the chat. Yeah. He's a good he's a good he's a good defender. He's not yeah. a great defender. But yeah, the, well, the, the I, I would I would have back back yeah. in back in the Bruce days, I would have been Totally agree with you because I, I want to share out. But under Eddie Howe, he's 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 been brilliant. Look at I even go. Yeah, as, as as I, don't underestimate how how his life has been made so much more. He's so much easier playing with Sven Botman yeah, and Nick Paul. Yeah, yeah, true, so, true. That, that's a he's, massive thing. He's he's you know it's it's a controversial, but he's up there with with one one of our players of the season because he, he did have a, a, a decent season. Look, going forward, I agree, we need a replacement. A He's younger okay, replacement. but he, he can't lace Sven Botman's boots. No, Sven Botman is the future. Yeah, it, it's the spine of our team. There's a song about that. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, but there are a lot in, in the chat, Graham, that are saying, you know, you're absolutely spot on. 
uh, with regards to Shaw had a great season, but we need to look ahead. We need to to move on. There's one player that um, somebody's mentioned that I'm I'm a big fan of, um, and it's Jean Claire Tadibo um, that we, we've been linked with. Um, last season we were linked with not so much in the, in the summer. Um, He's shaking his head. Yeah, don't start. Don't start. No, he's a he's a massive risk. Massive risk. He's failed at Barcelona. He's had a few good. He's had he's played well at Nice. That doesn't make him a Premier League centre half by any stretch. Pete, that's that's a that's a that's a horrible call. He's he's just an accident waiting to happen to be. He was he's dreadful for Barcelona. Yeah, but no, Newcastle are aiming bigger and better than that. That's you need someone who's. Yeah, if not proven in the Premier League, he needs someone better. No, Tadebo is um, not for me at all. No, I think he's um, no, not for me. The immovable object tonight, guys. Graham is not moving. He's not moving. Bella Ketchup. I I can't pronounce his name right, but uh, from Southampton, the German lad. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's. He's a good player, does he's got a lot of interest, but again, Southampton want a lot of money for him. He's a German international. Um, it's, a, it's interesting, he, he'd be the sort of one who could come in to back Shire up, but they, they want good money for him. Really, you know, yeah. They paid decent money for everyone forgets to pay decent money for these players, you know, and that's yeah. the problem. And they're on good <clears> wages, they don't need to move him. And they've got this parachute money for this, for this. The passion million for the season, so we don't need to sell straight away. And that squad they've got there, they've, they've assembled, is probably going to smash it. In my opinion, I think Southampton unless they're going to smash the championship. I really do. Um, Leeds, not so much, but um, you know, it, it, it is, it is, it is the way. Um, but yeah, Belcott's a decent player, to be fair. And I actually, just jump to one point here, and I agree with this from Dan Brown, Alex Murphy. He could be a potential one to, to sneak in. Now, he does need to get some game time. He's good that he's getting some minutes in preseason. Uh, but a shout-out to, to Alex Murphy. I, I, I would like to see him slot in there, uh, one, for, one for the future. But I think we, before that, we probably need someone someone who has a bit more experience. I'm going to steal the chat for a second because I want to come up with, a, with an alternative. That I, I don't know if it's going to go down well. Um, question for Graham. Is Maguire <laughs> better than Shaw? Overall, as a player, yeah, he had a worse, he has a bad season last year, but as a player, yeah, he is. Um, would he sit at back four? But yeah, he's a very Harry Maguire is a very good player. It's not his fault that he was playing in a high line at Man United, which made him look bad. I think under, under Eddie Howe, Harry Maguire would be a very good player. Um, if he's if he's available on loan, guys. I think sillier things have happened. But the problem with him is the problem again with him, guy, guys, is his wages. Huge wages. Yeah. And that, that's not his fault. Great. You know, I, and uh, Everton Hag actually quite likes Maguire. If he was on half the wages, he'd be staying at Old Trafford and battling for his place. It's really only because of the wages he's on that they need to get rid of him. They can't have him and the likes of Wan Bissaka. That's like half a million pounds between them two. They can't have that sat on the bench. Um, what, what what I'll do from my perspective, Graham, I'll shake hands with you on Mark Gay. Um, I'll be very happy to get <laughs> through the door, and I think we both agree that he's a he's a very very talented player. But look, it, it, this this conversation may well drag on, particularly if, if right centre back becomes a target, a prime target for Newcastle. If when the Livermento deal goes through and and that becomes the next kind of focus, but 
Lots in agreement with you with regards to Shaw. Lots also think that Shaw is going to continue to have another good season. Um, uh, it's definitely one to to, to rumble on. But um, I am aware of time. Um, are there any questions? Uh, there... And and there's a, there's a potential topic that we could maybe discuss based on some of those questions. And go well, pick one. So yeah, go for it. Well, the, the, the topic can be around this. We didn't really talk about it too much last night, but um, the Chronicle talked about, um, and this is quotes from Eddie Howe, that depends um, <laughs> if it's the right thing for Newcastle, we'll always act with our best interest. Now, um, I don't necessarily just mean this from a Saudi perspective, but what is what is the potential for us to go out there this summer and get loans with a view to buy? Uh, which seems to be a topic of conversation this summer. Um, so I don't know if there's any questions in relation to that, Daz. There may well be or not be. I think they're very different, they're very different Pete. This PIF loan thing is a very different thing. That is an option, you know. We, we discussed that when the Neymar link first came up, that he could do belong back. And now, if you know guys, the transition has gone from complete denial from Eddie Howe, papooed it, to now he's confirming that they could take players along from Piff. It's been quite, it's been quite a 180 degree turn there from from the club and Eddie Howe. But we knew it anyway. It had to be gradual. They couldn't just confirm it straight away. <clears throat> we knew that was an option. I don't think there'll be there's that many players in Saudi at the moment who 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 would be options for loans. You know, like Ruben Neves, a player I love, but Newcastle were never that keen on him in the first place, really. They weren't that hot on him, but there are other players out there, potential options. But I think we might see some big loans, you know, guys. And I mean loans with a mandatory fee. So basically signing him, but then it has to be staggered. There's lots of players who, who, who could be potential options. Connor yeah. Gatt... Kiesa? He's not one of them, no. Why, why would you say Kiesa? Oh, no. that's, that's not that's that's not happening. You fingers crossed there. You look at you look at say maybe who's unhappy. Lucas Paquette is unhappy at West Ham. Wants out. <gasps> oh, wants out. Bring him on. You know why? Why is, is that a possible option? Who knows? But there's lots of oh, players. Oh, no, you, have Graham, to, Graham, lots, lots... you can't just move on from that. I've done it. You can read my story on Lucas Paquetta being unhappy. He's not happy at West Ham. He's not happy under David Moyes. He wants out. But if Newcastle were to pursue that type of deal, it would have to be. It could be alone with a mandatory because that that's the way of getting around it. There's if if he went for. I don't know, like a Joe Felix, whatever you know. They, I think I think that number ten is something they'd still like, and these loans with a mandatory is the way to do it. They are risky because you know you bring someone learn, don't do it, but you still got to sign them. It is yeah. risky. Um there are players out there who 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 still tick a lot of boxes like that. And and I think Conor Gallagher obviously he's one he's a really interesting one, Conor Gallagher. At the moment he's not available. He's in Chelsea's starting lineup. Come the twelfth of August, if he's not starting He's going to be another player as well who's available and potentially is someone who we know Newcastle like. There's a lot of players out there. I think over the next month or so, guys, we'll we'll see. And I think I think a, lo- a possible loan um, deal shouldn't be ruled out. Um, I, I, I really don't think it should be. And I wouldn't be surprised if a big loan does come in at Newcastle at some point and they use that mandatory system to spread it out on FFP. Interesting, very interesting. But yeah, um, that loan with a view to buy 
And, and to be fair, I know we brought up Kiesa, Daz, but if you look back, like Kulazewski went on a two-year loan. There's a number of other players that, that have done loans, whether it's Serie A to Serie A club or Serie A to another club in Europe. That seems like a viable option. Like, it, it, would would you be happy with that, Daz? I'm not not Chiesa as such, but but Newcastle looking with that loan with the view to buy. Some people don't like that. Some people want a straight transfer. Does that bother you in any sense? No, not at all, because it, it would be something Eddie Howe would sign off on in the first place. So it'll be it'll be just to get a, get around the financial fair play, being creative don't, as, don't as, forget, as Eddie. Don't forget, Paz, Paz, don't forget yeah. Taz as well. The biggest one of the biggest deals in history. Kylian Mbappe was alone with a mandatory when he went to PSG, if, if you remember. So there is ways and means around it. Well, we'll take him as well if he wants to come. He's unhappy at PSG. He's only one year left. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's welcome. But, um, yeah, it, once, once it's signed off from, from Eddie Howe, uh, no problem whatsoever. Um, it, I suppose it will eat in. It's, as Graham says, if it didn't work out, it's, it's, it will eat into our, our outlay in it, the, the following season. But, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd gamble on that for sure. Yeah, right. Um, any questions in the chat? We'll throw, to, throw towards Graham yes. uh, before he leaves us. Loads of questions. Uh, let me see. Um, the best one. Um, covered some of these already, so just kind of skipping over those. Here's again. Uh, yeah, okay. This one from Michael Palmer. Um, Graham, whose squad on paper do you rate higher, Newcastle or Villa? Good question. It's a very interesting question. Um, good friend of mine, Alex Crook at Talk Sport, he's, he's trying to have a bet with me that Villa will finish above Newcastle. Yeah, haven't taken him up on, on Newcastle recently. haven't yeah. taken him up on Newcastle. I'm on that bet at the moment. I, I, I'm a bit biased, guys, because I love Pau Torres. I think he's a sensational player. As you know, we've talked about him before. I love him. I love Moussa Diaby. I like Ollie Watkins. Um... I think Newcastle might have the stronger 11, but I think Villa might have a stronger squad mm. slightly. I think they might edge it. Uh, with, with the, that includes the RB. Um, I think they might edge the squad, but not necessarily the starting 11. At the moment as well. It's not over yet. Um, great. And one, of the, one that caught my eye here is from... Uh, book teaser. You had a good question yesterday as well. Graham, a while back we were linked to loads of South American prospects. Seems to have gone a bit quiet on that front recently. And how about uh, throwing one name there, Franca? Um, he's he's been talked about in uh, Crystal Palace. But uh, any 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 rumours about us in that market? Yeah, it appears what you missed out on. Angel Gabriel was a player you looked at as yeah. well. He's just gone to Chelsea. Um, really missed out on Andre Santos was the big one there because I think he's an absolute gem, guys. I think yeah. he's one you may look back on. and he's just got really his work permit as well. Just got his work permit, so he's ready yeah. He, he doesn't need one under the new system, Pete. That's the thing that that system's been brought oh, in, so he yeah. doesn't he doesn't need. Te- he did he did qualify for it because he became a percent national, but now technically you don't need one, which is why this South American market is flooded. I've got a list of fifteen Brazilian names that I'm working on at the minute. Um, Matis Frank is a really interesting one. Yeah, Palace have been linked. Chelsea looking at him as well. I just think Newcastle. I think Newcastle might do some younger ones. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. There's a few there. Um, I think it was Cal Elias who who they were looking at as well. Pedro Newcastle. Well, have uh, got a a camp a camp of scouting a camp and a scouting network in South America now. 
Steve Nixon set it up. He's well aware of what's out there. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me to see them bringing a few a few youngsters. Don't be surprised to see them signing sixteen year olds and maybe come to Newcastle in two years' time. That's not football sign these young Brazilians, letting and Argentinians, Chileans, Ecuadorians, as we've seen. There's loads of people in Ecuador at the moment trying to find a yeah. new Caicedo. Uh, and so yeah. Don't be surprised if Newcastle do come up with a few South Americans in this window, and we're trying to find out who. Yeah. Mm. Um, try another name at you before we get into more complicated questions. So, and Andy Woodland asked, "What about the Portuguese lad, Inesnacio, uh, Sporting Lisbon, isn't he? Yeah, non-starter, left foot, left foot, non-starter." Ooh. Um, shout out to Jordy Mick who gave away five memberships as well. Thanks for that. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Jordy Mick. Thanks for one uh, Portuguese centre half. If you if you were looking at Portugal for a centre half, the one you would want is Antonio Silva at Benfica, but you haven't been linked to him recently. Yeah, he's he's well, he's young, isn't he? Very very young centre back, but the world at his feet. Um, yeah, he's the one. He, yeah, he's very very good. Very very good. Uh, this one. Um, does Graham believe FFP is in place for protecting clubs or, uh, or protecting the status quo of the big six? Without FFP, would we have a more competitive league at the top? Um, no, I don't think they're more competitive league. It's all about recruitment. Just because just because you've got a lot of money to spend doesn't make it doesn't mean you're going to get a lot of good players. <laughs> Man City are where they are because yeah, they spend money, but they spend it wisely. They don't waste much. So that that's the big thing, um, yeah. I, I don't agree with with some of the restrictions that are in place. I must agree, but you know, New, Newcastle is still spending decent amounts. Probably not, but not the the previous amounts we've seen Man City spend, etc. But um, I I don't agree with that necessarily protecting the status quo. But um, sometimes the cream just rises to the top, boys, doesn't it? And if you've got if you're good enough, you'll be up there. Mm-hmm. Just before um, we get to another question. Um, 450 in the chat tonight. Click the likes for everyone that's new and joining us um, on the hour mark. Click the likes um, and subscribe to the channel if you have just joined us. Sorry, guys. No, you're fine. Uh, one from James, but I'm going to change the question slightly because we in that we talked about it a bit. So after Barnes, then we we we, we thought we'd be going for Livermore. You've kind of said it's not not as not as uh, clear coach or as far along as we might think. But after let's say after Livermore. Who do you think we, we could bring in then? Yeah, the plan is, you know, still a fullback, centre half, another midfielder, uh, a number ten. Um, I still think the, there's not there's room for someone um, like that as well. Um, and that and that's the target really, you know, another midfielder, um, centre half, and fullback. That that's what they want. You brought you got the you got left sided forward. You've got that um, sort of holder, someone sitting next to Bruno, um, compliment him. Um, so yeah, the, 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 as as we said in in the summer, and as our Newcastle were briefing, they're sticking to their word. That's what we're looking for. Graham, the, the, we we had like the obviously the the Madison and the Zabasly links earlier on in the summer that did materialise. You mentioned that there might well still be interest in, in sort of a number ten type player. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that you're kind of hearing or or it, it, we've been linked about from from your circles that that we may be of interest of? Uh, possibly, there's a couple I've heard who I can't actually say it, uh, tonight. Maybe I just need to do a bit more work on that. Uh, I don't want to get people excited about saying, but it's a couple of decent names. But I think you need number ten. I do. I think, guys, I think it's an area where Newcastle are lacking. As I've, as I said before, even going back to the first game of last season, 
against Nottingham Forest. You needed a Fabian Sharp pile driver to break through their stubborn defence. I think we saw that on a few <clears> occasions. I think you know we saw Miguel Almiron make the break for a few times in San Maximum, but clearly them two from the start are really up to that unlocking defences as we were. I still think you do need that number ten. I really do. I think that's the that'd be the the, the going forward would finish off the team beautifully. You know, that front three, you've got Tonali, Bruno, who can do it all, really. But good old, I think Tonali and Bruno could end up being just a good old-fashioned schools-keying yeah. combination. You know, box-to-box midfielders, they can both do everything. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that anymore. You don't have <clears> to be just a six. You don't have to be just an eight. You can just be a good centre midfielder, which I think what those two are. But I do think you need that extra, extra person in there to unlock the defence. I do think that's an area that the club um, are looking at and they're aware of. Cool. You can you can put it in the private chat. We won't tell anyone, Graham. We won't, we won't quote you. Uh, right. George Hoon for Life says, Graham, will Newcastle make one more big signing over 50 million before the window shuts? Maybe a player who's worth over 50, but might be the loan deal that we spoke about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it. Like it. Uh, you like this one, Graham. Michael Palmer asks, Graham, what are your expectations for Borough this season? Um, I think we're one of the teams who's waiting for these um, loans to come to fruition. You know, the likes of Cameron Archer at Villa, is he staying put there? Um, I'm glad to see Diaby in there because that probably pushes Archer down the pecking order a bit. Um, Ramsey as well will probably stay there. So we're one of many championship teams who are waiting. Um, to see if our top options are available, and then we might, you know, then then it's the same with Newcastle, where a lot of these other players are secondary options. If you miss out your first one, you come for the second one. It's it's fascinating how this low market moves, but but not until maybe August twelfth will we know who's featuring, who isn't, and you'll see you'll see a real um, deluge of loan loan transfers happening to the championship. So, but as it stands. Um, I think I think Southampton and Leicester are looking an absolute class above. I love the business that Leicester have done. Leeds, I'd be I'd be slightly worried by what they've done so far. They've lost a lot of players. Um, I think we've got one of the best managing division. But yeah, we really back him. Um, we still haven't got rid of Trebacom yet, which, um, although a good player, I think we need the money from him, and he hasn't been sold yet. So I think we're waiting on his uh, his his sale to do big business. I'll throw one or two more just quick ones, Tierney. Uh, and he's gone gone very quiet since the start of the window. Is is that dead dead in the water now? For from our point of view, yeah, I think obviously the the looking at more the the Livermento type player. Yeah. I I think Arsenal were asking a bit too much to be honest. I think they wanted a good good solid fee. I think if he was available for twenty fifteen TNE, I think Newcastle would still do it if he was available for that because he can cover centre half as well. But um, no, his current price tag, um, I don't think that's an option just yet. Cool. That's pretty much it for the, for the questions from me, Pete. Uh, where would you like to go next? Yeah, just a, just a couple of ones um, with regards to players going out. We talked about this one yesterday. We talked about you know, Jamal Lewis potentially going to, to, to Watford. Don't know really how much you know about that one. And then there's uh, one from Mike McGrath tonight. Um, he'd reported before around uh, about Paul Darlow. And there was a bit of a tussle between... Bournemouth and Leeds, but it looks like um, he could be heading to Leeds. He put that out in the last couple of hours. Um, you heard anything on those on, on those two? Um, are they definitely ones that are, that are going to be sort of rubber stamped soon? 
Um, I had heard Dialo to to Bournemouth. I hadn't heard him to Leeds because Leeds are still there. Isn't been too hasn't been too much interest um, in Ilan Melier, so he might end up staying. So mm-hmm. if Dialo, I'm not sure Dialo want to go and serve his back up to him, which he would be because Melier he had a tough season last year, but he's still a very good keeper, especially at Championship level. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Lewis, strange one, Jamal. I'm surprised he hasn't kicked on, but he hasn't had that chance. I, I still think there's a good player in there with him. But yeah, he just hasn't quite had that opportunity, has he? Um, he's behind target as well. So yeah, he's probably not going to get his chance. So I think um, a move to championship is an interesting one. Um, I'm surprised he's not maybe going back to Norwich or something like that. Um, but but we'll see with that one. Um, yeah, but uh, another a good a good one to get out. But again, you're probably going to be, going to be covering some of his wages anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... One here from, from John Johnson. Are there any interesting players we could sign not from relegated Premier League sides? Are there any ones that you think out there that think, oh, that would be a really good sign for Newcastle, but um, we haven't been linked with them as such? Um, there's, there's, plenty, there's plenty out there, guys. You know, from, from who you, the ones who you haven't been linked, it's hard to find players who haven't been linked anywhere, on, on, I believe, on the, on the internet, Pete. Well, well, just with with any team, really. Um, you know, may, maybe in France, there's a few I'm surprised you may be not linked with, but it depends how, again, there's the likes of Turkey or Bacola at Lyon, um, players like that, but again, it would have to be a loan deal because they're expensive. Um, and they are looking at Lucas, are looking at these players, you know, they're doing a good job sometimes to keep these things quiet. Um, but yeah, I said Howard Bellish, you haven't really been linked with. I like him, I really do like him. I think it's you guys down at the ground, but it's going to be interesting, it's going to be fascinating to see what comes about. And I said, keep an eye on these loan ones, and it might be lo- it might be a loan from abroad because sometimes it can be used as well. I do, it really wouldn't surprise me to see you do some sort of ambitious loan deal um and that might very well be from abroad great there's another good question here um from michael palmer could we sign asm on loan oh uh, would, would, would you all be all for that <laughs> we'd have to get you back if that ever happened <laughs> yeah I, I, I just said to what to what end and 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 there are better players in saudi arabia who you could sign on loan now you know <laughs> um uh, the, the, Jota, the the former Celtic players just gone out to Saudi Arabia. He'd be a good signing. Um, Ruben Neves, as we spoke about, Milinkovic Savic. Um, hey, who knows? M- Metro back on loan. You know, there's there's a lot. There's an awful lot of players in Saudi you can look at now. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Firmino. Um, there's going to be a lot of players linked. Um, it's going to be fascinating. We'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep an eye on it, guys. Um, I, I think Newcastle are keeping an eye on this loan mark. I do, I do, in an ideal world, they do want a centre-half, a full-back and a number 10 to go with Barnes and Tonali. They, they came into the summer ideally wanting five. It was always going to be difficult. But, you know, they'll be working hard to end the window to try and get that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think I think they're, they're all the questions, I think, that, that we that we had in place. I think any uh, N9NE has put works. Florian works on loan from Leverkusen. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he, he's, um, yeah, he's a little superstar, but he, you know he's yeah. he's one who who, who um, Man City have been looking at Liverpool. Vert is an outstanding player. Hey, if you did get him, that, that's that's the sort of player who you would want because he is a little worldy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, um, 
Cool. Well, let's just give a quick shout out to, to our sponsors, Pete. Um, quick, quick shout out. Uh, the detailed one last night. Quick shout out to HO Bathroom Design Co., the Northeast largest supplier of Velcro and Botch bathroomware. T Valley gets it. Over 20 years established, run by the family. Get down to the showroom on 11th Avenue, T Valley State Gateshead. And th there you go, Graham. If you're looking for an upgrade the bathroom, there you go. They'll sort you out. Also, a shout out to theradiatorshed.com and Russ. Uh, with his lovely radiators, uh, he will sort you out there. We showed the loaded van yesterday. We won't show it again, but yeah, if you need, and finally your radiator needs, and uh, Russ will sort you out with the radiator shed and the Installworks is the other company who uh, installs all those items. So that is it for our sponsors. Yeah. Well, um, we've asked Graham all the questions. It's been a pleasure to have you back on, Graham, and. and and joining us again to talk all things Newcastle. Not too much gloating about ASM, I have to be honest. I'm a bit like... I say he's a good player, and he, he, he was he was a good player at the right time for you, and, and you've moved... Look, thankfully for you guys, you've just, you've simply moved on. You're at a different level now. Um and, that, and and we said we said this in August, didn't we, before the season started? You, you, it's going to get to a point where you are going to be moving on from some players. It's like the Fabian Shah conversation tonight. If you are going to improve, that, that's the sort of player that you're going to have to move improve on. Joe Linton, is he going to start next season? I think there's a chance he yes. won't. Well, if you get his number 10 in, I don't see a starting place for Joe. I don't see why Joe Linton plays, does. If you get his number 10 in, who the ones? Barnes is starting on the left. Gordon will start no, on the right. Joe Willican. But you need the squad. You do need the squad. You know, if, if Barnes isn't doing it, you bring Joe Linton in or you can play in the middle. I think that's where you need to go, where the, you need to move these players on and improve in certain positions. So, yeah, the the centre half, starting centre half, is one that can be upgraded, you know. And um, I think as we as you get better and better, which the club will, you know, Piff, Piff let's not forget, Piff, Piff are in this to. Piffering this to make Newcastle the best team in England, and to do that, you're gonna to have to upgrade certain players. Yeah, I, I, I think so. So, some of the comments Graham has not gone down so well. The, the Sharon one and the Joel Linton one, yet <laughs> they're not too popular, those ones, but uh, yeah, no, Joel jo Linton and Shah are both very good players, but would would they if um, if you talk, but you're talking about your best players and now Bruno, Tonali, Nick Pope. They would, they would probably get into the other top four teams. They would, they wouldn't weaken them. Is Joe Linton getting in the top four team? Is he getting in Arsenal, City, Liverpool? No, but and that's just the way it is. Joe Linton is a will, will prove to be. He'll, he'll he'll still play thirty games next. Even if he's not starting, does he'll still play thirty games next season? He'll be a crucial part of what happens at Newcastle. That is for sure. But that's what as you get better, you need better squads. Yeah, well, definitely, definitely. We need a squad. Gives the, Graham gives us the hard answers, that's for sure. He, uh, it's not about telling people what they want to hear. It's about telling people yeah. his opinion, and 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 this is this is why this is why we enjoy having you on, Graham. It's been it's been a pleasure. But look, um, that's it for tonight. Um, great to have you on, Graham. As always, thank you for joining us. Uh, just tell us I where we can guys. find you, um, your podcast, and, and your account. Where, where can we find you? At Graham Bailey on Twitter, yeah. Um, download the, I'm on the Talking Transfers pod um, every week now, the most popular weekly transfer pod out there at the minute in top 20, top 20 in England. So um, please download that if you want to hear anything. Cool. Uh, a little bit in Newcastle, but um, hey, I'll, I'll save it all for you guys. <laughs>
Come in here to throw the punches. I love it. I'm full of praise, you guys. You know, it's, uh, that, it's, it's you know, and there wasn't even any of National Journey who predicted you finish above Manchester United last season. I missed it out, but there wasn't many who predicted it, guys. But, no, and all, um, all you have to do now is predict we finish above a villa with your friends, with your mates. It's it's a top is it top five next season getting Champions League? It, I think you know it's it's a it's a big season for for Eddie Howe and Newcastle because you know as much as you all we all love in the top fifth, they're they're not going to take anything other than Champions League going forward from now. You're in the Champions League. They're not going to take seasons dropping out of it now. So the fans have to be really really committed to this now. You know it's not it's all very well being in love with the team and the managers it is now. It's it's Piff are in this to. They're not. They're not here just to be fluffy and make Newcastle fans feel good about the club. They're in to win. They're in to make Newcastle the best team in England. The best team. That's what they're here to do. And then they might have to crack a few eggs on the way. Yeah. yeah. Stick, around, stick around after the credits, Graham, to tell us who that who that uh, mystery name is. Uh, don't go rushing off. We want to, We want to hear that. But uh, I think uh, from Peter, myself, and from all the, the listeners and uh, watchers, uh, thanks a million for coming on again, Graham. Great, great to have you on on uh, our uh, one of our uh, ASM farewell shows. But uh, how do you like that? That's why I wore, I wore all black for Pete, just in his honour. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, I know. He was in mourning, so I thought I'd wear black and because he was born in the loss. I've still not got any tissues. That's good. Pete will have a Harvey Barnes shirt by, but before September, Pete will have a Harvey Barnes shirt. He's, the, he's ripping like, the Madison one off now. He's going to rip the letters for Barnes. He'll have ASM who on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing left to say. How'd you like that? Good night, everyone. Yeah.